This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. So, good morning. It's, a, it's extraordinary to be in this place. I, I'm sure you've heard the history of Chatzah Strauss. This was once where the most Chashu people in Yerushalayim lived. This, this Mokram looked a little bit different, not, not quite so Mishupatzes now, but... Um, it was a mockum of B'nai Aliyah, extraordinary B'nai Aliyah. Um, to, to, to stand here in such a place is very, very inspiring. Baruch Hashem, it's being used for something extremely good. A different, a different uh, century, but a mockum tired, a mockum Kaddish. In the parasha um, that we just learned, so you have Moshe Rabbeinu being the, 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 the initial contact of and that initial contact comes with the snare. So, this it's strange. It says um, he saw the snare. I'm going to uh, make a detour, and I'm going to look at this mara. So Rashi says asurana. Asura mikan liskarif sham. I want to move from here to get there. It is the, I mean, the, the, so Rashi is bothered by a problem in Dikduk. Because the word Asurana would mean I'm going to leave. The word Asurana is, is more focused on where I'm leaving. So what does it mean I'm leaving and, and I'll see what's happening there? There's something missing. So Rashi fills in the blank and he says, Asurana, I will leave this place, Asura Mikan, Leskariv Sham, in order to go over there. Okay, so why does the Pasik say it that way? The main thing you should say is, I'm going to take a look at, at what's over there. I mean, what's the Asurana? The, the word Asurana means to leave something. It's also the whole sentence is extra. It's something which is, I mean, Moshe Rabbeinu said, I'll, 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 you know what, maybe take a detail, have a look at this, and so on. Why doesn't it say straight out? He, he went at the age. I mean, this is so small. He said, you know what, maybe I'll take a look at it, and I'll go down there and see what's doing. Fine. Moshe Rabbeinu, there was an age. Moshe Rabbeinu said, what's this? It goes weiter. It says, Vayar Hashem Kisor Lirois. Again, repeat it. Agashpoch said, Why do you say Vayar Hashem Kisor Lirois? Vayar Hashem Kiro, Kibo. Vayikulam, Vakim Toychas, Nevi, Moshe, Moshe, Mineni. Vayim al Tikrav Haloim, Shal no Lechma, Raglach, Makshan, Oimel of Admas Kedeshu. So it had a dinner of a Makam Kaddish. He wasn't allowed to um, stand there with his shoes, like Allah, like, like Mesa Mikdash, and so on. So Kaddish told him to take off his shoes. L'chur, the Seda Advarim should have been Vayikra lo v'lakim teich ha-sneh Vayoymeh sh'alna lechmagrecha The introduction of Hi Reb Ma'isha, how are you? This is Hashem 
And by the way, there's an Issachama to stand there with shoes, take off your shoes. What's the whole first beginning for? It's an Issa to stand there. It's an Issa to, 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 to um, stand in Markham Kaddish with, with, with Nalayim. So the first thing that should have been a Vayikra level, a Kim, Shalnach Varklecha, and then go on to Moshe, Moshe, I mean, and it's a parasha that's a very key parasha. You're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu, the Adoin Kol making this first contact with the this is This is the first, this is the Sheresh of Nevoah that's going to be the Nevoah Ladeiris. The Nevoahs we had until now, of the Ovis and so on, are protistic Nevoahs. They're not the Nevoah of Ladeiris. This is the Sheresh, the beginning of, of, of Nevoah Ladeiris. I want to show to Maimah Chazal. So Chazal say a marshal to somebody that was going on a road and he saw a bira de lekes. He saw a bira that was a, a palace that was lit up. Some learn it means a palace that was burning, but most learn that it means a palace was bright lit up. And he, he said... Is it possible that there is a, a, a palace without a master? So Balabira, and he said Ani Balabira, and the the owner of the castle, the master of the castle, stuck his head out and said, "It's me." So too over here also. What is the marshal that Chazal are trying to say? Exactly, what are they applying? They're bothered by something. A marshal has to be addressing an issue and giving an answer. What in the pasuk? What in this pasuk over here um, was problematic, and what, and what are Chazal answering to address that issue? So I, I think the pshat's like this. Um, we understand the following. What does it take for a person to be zeicha um, to speak with Rebbein Shalom? It requires that the Rebbein Shalom decide to intersect his life, come and talk to him. Um, the Ramam says, Nevuah, no matter how much you prepare yourself, Akadosh Baruch Hu decides to appear or doesn't decide to appear. You can't force Nevuah. Nevuah comes from Akadosh Baruch Hu and so on. That's, that we understand. What we don't understand is something else. Let's give a marshal. Imagine a person is in a, in, a, in a house that is totally boarded up and no windows, doors locked, and it's completely closed. So no matter how strong of a light you'll shine outside, you're not going to see any light ever. If you open up a window and you, 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 you break through, you make a window, then it depends. If the light is shining outside, then you see a light. If not, not. But the first act that you have to do in order to be able to see a light is to break through the shell that you're enclosed in. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created people enclosed in a shell. That shell is called Teva. 
nature. Wherever you look around, you see nature. Your, your first glance is nature, not your Shalom. And people who say Rebbein Shalom are not telling the truth. Everything, everything on the face of it can be seen as a law of nature. A scientist can explain anything and everything. So we're locked into a bubble that's called Teva. It's true uh, intellectually. It's true emotionally. A person has a routine. He has a day-to-day life. Life takes on its own mahalach. And that's how it goes. It goes and comes and goes and comes. And that's it. There is no... Um, there's nothing else but the routine of life. So emotionally, a person is locked into a routine of life, trying to make a living, trying to make ends meet, trying to be healthy, trying to take care of things, and that's that. There is no way Kaddish Baruch Hu's Han Haga is not to take a sledgehammer from the outside and to break through. That's not a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Han Haga. So what is what is the Hanhaga of what is it called to break through and to make an opening? So there's a Pasik that says, Navi says, Su'umaram Enechem, lift up your eyes to Shamayim, Uru'umi Bara and see who created all of this. So first of all, why do you have to I mean the Shemayim is wonderful, but there's no lack of Neflosa Boyer in the ground. A little ant has possibly more Pilea Boyer than, than the, the sun, and the sun stars are basically big burning balls of gas. A little ant has an infinite amount of Chachma in it. Um, it, it its brain processes things that are Loyuman. It's, it's agile, it's strong. So why do you have to pick up your head? And why is the Pasik so coy? about telling us Hashem. Sumer, Nechem, Rush, Hashem, Baras, Kalela. Why the word me? So, Zohar says in, 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 in a few places, he says, his lotion is, there are things meant to be known. There are places, places meaning um, areas that you can ask a question, but you may not know the answer. And the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when it's a question, is me. When I say who, me, um, the, the, who in English, then I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's not anything that I know. What is it? Rav Hutner writes in Tachir, so he has a piece that um, on, 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 on the bracha that we make, Asher Golonu, by Leila Seda, we say the me. That's what we say Gash Parochu. Um the 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 um, and he says because since it's there Shailo Chuva, the word me is used in the bracha, Lemisha also and so on. Um, because you especially use a name of a Parochu that's there Shaila and Chuva. Me is who with a question mark. That's what it is. So there's a there's a chilek there's a chilek in, in, in the world of ruchnius that comes before any answer and must come before any answer. And that's a question. If a person 
doesn't ask a question, then the answer is never an answer. You can hear uh, all you want, you can hear lectures all you want, you can hear any type of wonderful things. If the question never bothered you, then the answer is not really an answer. The, it's, 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 um, it's like in learning. Until we don't have a kasha, you know, if Reb Chaim comes along and says a svara, yeah, nice svara. If the question bothered you, then the then then the answer fits in snugly, and the answer becomes a part of the reality. If you never had a question to start with, and the answer is just another piece of information, yes, no, could be, it's fine, it's okay, doesn't ever fit in. So we understand that the first step in any ruchnis is the quest for it. As much as there's a question, that's how much light you can see. As much as you can break through and have an opening, that's how much light can come through, not a drop more. If you break through and there's an opening, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to, he sheds light. If not, not. So, um, the, so, so the aside is that the first point is that question. There's a very interesting story. There was a movement in Hasidus called Kotsk. The Kotsk Rebbe was famous, um, and Ger is sort of a, a branch of that movement. Kotsk was a very, very sharply demanding movement, and that's why it wasn't all that popular. Kugel and, and, and Birg is much more popular than demanding Emes and, and Avodos Hashem. So that, that type of chassidus had its, its issues. And there's a story where a Kaska chassid met another chassid. This, this Kaska chassid had gone to Kotsk from that other chassidus. And his friend asked him, tell me something you learned in Kotsk that's new, something that you didn't hear by us. So he said, okay, I, I learned the answer to the following question. Where is HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be found? So the other chassid said, what do you mean? Everywhere. So he said, in Kotz they taught us, wherever you open a door, to let him in. In other words, we're not, the, the, it's not a theological issue where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. That doesn't make any difference to us. What makes the difference to us is, where can we find him? And if we keep the window shuttered and the door closed, no matter how bright it's outside, it's not going to come in. So the Pasik by Avram Avinu starts. It says very much Avram Lechem Atomatcha. Avram was was seventy. What's why all of a sudden uh, I mean what happened? What happened now? So Chazal explained until you don't ask yourself the question of klum yeshbira b'leibailim, the balabira does not pop his head out. The first step in amuna is asking the question. It can't be that this is um, that 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 this is the world. It can't. So a person has all the quote unquote answers. And everything makes sense, but if everything makes sense and it's such a complex world, 
it's running with such an incredible mechanism. So where's the Balabira? In other words, I'm not going to find the Balabira here and here and here and here. I have to step back and say to myself, it's such a fantastic work that can there be a beer without Balabira? That's when you have a hole. As long as a person is looking physically with his eyes and with his microscope, he'll never find a brainstorm. There's always another atom pushing another atom and another law of nature pushing another law of nature. But if a person moves back a second and says himself, if it's so perfect and so wonderful, then how did that come to be by itself? Su'u marim enechem is something which um, means lift your head out of the box. The reason why um, in a, on a tibiastical level the Shemayim has such a profound effect on a person when you look on a, on a night that's that's a, you know full of stars and a person looks upwards. It's because normally our head is in the in the earth. It's we, we look straight ahead. We look at what's around us, and anything you get used to, it, it could be the nicest um, view and scenery. If this is your living room window, then this this is this is you. Per, that's yours. That's that's you don't you have to spoil from it. Su'u marimanecha means pick up your head, lift up your head out of the norm. You, you have to look into someplace else. Don't, the first thing is not to say you'll find Hashem. You'll ask yourself the question of That's the prerequisite. Then we can talk about something. The, um, the world of Nevoah is a world that demands that the person step out of the tivistical world. This is more refined than, than, than the, uh, talking about nature and science and stuff like that. Uh, talking about a person, a person is Shakua in a world that runs itself. The, the, whatever it is, Akash Baruch set up the world and it runs itself. Nevoah requires that the person step out of that mitzvah. <laughs> We're talking about emotionally, we're talking nafshistic, we're talking in a much deeper sense than I, than, than I explained before about Avram. Um, every Navi, when he would have Nevoah, he would lose his faculties because it was a certain stepping outside of his norm. Moshe Rabbeinu was the exception because Moshe Rabbeinu was always outside of his norm. He was always outside of his mitzvahs, and like the Ramam says, he stopped living with his wife because he was dovak netzur elomim. He he became dovak to something beyond. So Moshe Rabbeinu was there, but any navi, nevuah itself means stepping out of that circle of of regular, of normal, and entering the world where a person talks like Hashbaru. Hashbaru does not talk to people here. Kashpoko talks to a person, there has to be, he has to be outside to some degree. So the test for Moshe Rabbeinu was would Moshe Rabbeinu see something outside of his Metsias? And would he step outside of his Metsias in order to get there? 
and and the pasuk is so powerful. Asurana, Rashi says, Asurana can that I should be there. In other words, I need to leave my place to get to that place. That's that's an incredible pshat. It, it's pshat in the pasuk. The pasuk is you cannot. Akadosh Baruch Hu does not come into your dollar amis. You have to walk out of your dollar amis to get Akadosh Baruch Hu. When Akadosh Baruch Hu saw him leave, that's when he could have a gilui, and it's only at that point that nevuah can start. I once heard from another chashev. He 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 said about. He, he, he addressed this question of um, how come Moshe Rabbeinu didn't tell him immediately. There was Isser, so he should have told him first and then introduce himself. Then say, okay, So he said that until Moshe didn't say Hineni, the place was not a Makam Kaddish. In other words, um, let's give let's give a, a dogma marshal from something we, we we can relate to. How much power is coming out of the outlet that we have in the wall? It could be it, it, it could be any amount. This wall might be capable of putting out 20 amps of power. The answer is, until I don't plug in anything, zero power is coming out. Akash Baruch is melechalas kvodo like we said before. And that's totally irrelevant to us. So everything's a Makam Kaddish? Nothing's a Makam Kaddish. A Makam Kaddish is a place where a person says Hineni. In other words, so Beis HaMikdash was designated as such. But Meishu Rabbeinu, until he didn't say, I'm a Makabal, there was no Nesina from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kaddish Baruch Hu gives, it's like the electricity, it's waiting to get but until you don't actually tap into it, nothing is flowing from it. So once my explained said Hineni, that's not Akash Baruch Hu. It's, it's a similar idea, and it, 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 it dovetails very nicely with what we're speaking about. We're speaking about opening up that Pesach, and this is a step further of Stelling Tzu in order to get it. The, um, so we're talking about Emuna, Avram Avinu, who is the father of Amuna and and understand Kaddish Baruch Hu. We're talking about Meisha Beinu and Nevuah. I want to speak a little bit about um, what we're doing, sitting and learning. Sitting and learning, and then it's becoming a bentorah. I want to explain the difference. A person who incorporates. Mitzvahs, Maisim Tovim, Stoker, Chesed, and Shiurei Torah in his day is wonderful. But he's living in his world, and everything that is coming in is enriching his world, ennobling his world, many, many fine ways of describing how much better his world is. A yeshiva is a place that's somewhat, it's a window out of this world into another world. The terminology we use, Ola Matora, um, Revolba in his Starts' Ali Shur, which is a safe of Hadracha for a boy 
trying to become Ben Torah. He's, he starts it with a big mechitza, separates the world of yeshiva from the outside world. And he writes, and sometimes even the people inside don't get it. And they're on the other side of the mechitza. In other words, a yeshiva, in the sense it's a mokom that's kuli ruchnius, is unique. Because it, it says, if a person is mekabal on himself, all Torah, mavir men older cheretz. This world is all about older cheretz. There's a normal economic flow. There's a normal flow of life. People work, people gather, people build, and, and people move, people go. It's, it's a world of hustle and bustle. And the Kaddish Baruch who gave mitzvahs to, to guide it, to direct it, to, to keep it in check, and so on and so forth. And that's fine. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu also created an, a world of Torah, which is its own world. On, and for whatever tkufa a person is able to dedicate it, the attitude needs to be an attitude of moving away from one world into another world. A, a, a world that's Kula Torah has its own mitzvahs. This is what people think about. This is on their minds. This is how they act. It, it's, it, it, it has to be different. If a person doesn't see it that way, then, it, then he's not going to be part of that world. And more than that, any, for a person to grow in ruchnius, he needs to have some question with the life that he's leading. Is the, it, 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 if a person doesn't have this question, doesn't have this quest, he's not going anywhere. There was there was a a person, a a, a, a godel, a, a giant who was nifted in his thirties. His name was Avram Elia Kaplan. He was a Talmud, possibly the favorite Talmud of Slabotka. He became, uh, he was a young man. He became the the head of the Rabbina Seminar in Germany. He was an extraordinary polymath. He, he, he started to write a peerage on Shas like Rashi, but a little more enlarged. He, 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 he knew a yam of stuff. He was an extraordinarily poetic person. And he started writing a lot of things. We have a little bit of things written from him. He was Nifta in, in his 30s. He was a young man. He left over a son who lived in Yerushalayim's list. He has also passed away. And um, th- his name was Avramel Kaplan. One of the th- he wrote a poem, and um, part of it became a song. But the poem is it's called Shokahama, and the sun is setting, and so on. But he has a line there that very powerfully reflects his point. He says, "Im Oh God, if this that I'm living is called life, tell me what it is to die." Because if this is living, I can't imagine what dying is. In other words, he expressed in a very powerful way, as if we speak about Musa and so on, he expressed um, what it means to be dissatisfied with the humdrum of a regular physical life. If a person, if a person comes to learning, a person is full, he's happy, he's content. My Rebbe Chaim Shalevitz he used to have a very picturesque way of saying things. So 
He had a musash, he had a shmuz, he would say sometimes about a chasm, a rare chasm that he felt was unique. He would call him a mavakish, somebody who seeked, who searched, searcher, seeker. So he would say, um, Baruch who despises people that are satisfied with themselves. And I don't particularly care for them either. He had a very cute way of speaking. But his point was, if, if a person feels okay, he's fine, he's good, things are wonderful, so the learning is kind of a, another little cherry on top, then, then, then he's, not, he's not there and he's not going to be there because his life is closed around itself. When a person emotionally, cognitively, breaks through the shell of everyday life and says to himself, there's got to be more to it, there has to be something higher, nobler, deeper, um, and so on, that's when a person has done his share. When a person asks himself the question of mi bara a person asks himself the question of klum yesh balabira, when a person is, is, is at willing to move away from his comfort zone, surana, that's when it's possible to begin to become part of a bigger world. That's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm here. So the tkufa person's in yeshiva, to get what a person can get out of yeshiva, should get out of yeshiva, is the understanding that it's another world. It's the understanding the only way you can connect to another world is if, if, you, if you're dissatisfied with what's been there till now and you're opening a window something more. And when a person honestly and earnestly does that, then, then as big as the window is, and as big as that opening is, that's how much we zeicha that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is hits love, and a Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I'm here, and, and the place that you're standing becomes a Makam Kaddish. That's Hashem Batzlacha.